So something I don't understand, why is it that when you go to the doctor for a sore throat, they always prescribe you the fattest pill to swallow? Hey, what is going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to Gizmo's Corner. Um, Going to try to make it pretty quick tonight. There's a few things I was looking to go over with. Uh, we just had San Diego Comic-Con happen this weekend, and a whole lot of stuff got dropped. A lot of stuff falling into the MCU, uh, Terminator, The Witcher, a uh, whole, whole bunch of stuff. Also, saw Crawl the other night, the Hurricane Alligator movie. I'm uh, going to do a quick review for that at the end here with, uh, of course, spoilers at the very end. Uh, riding solo tonight because this one was this episode is kind of sporadic with all the stuff that popped with uh, comic-con so yeah let's hop into it um not gonna waste any time just want to talk about uh the mcu marvel's panel and hall h so they announced a whole ton of stuff this is a insane what they announced a lot of stuff we already knew was coming some of the stuff is a bit of a surprise one thing in particular actually quite a few things in particular are pretty shocking so starting next year the first movie we're going to be getting may 1st 2020 is black widow a lot of us knew about that we've seen some stuff online i'm sure november 6th 2020 the eternals Disney Plus, uh, in the fall of 2020, we're going to be getting Falcon and the Winter Soldier. The following year, February 12th, 12, February 12th, 2021, we're getting Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Disney Plus, spring 2021, we're getting WandaVision. Uh, spring of 2021, we're also getting the Loki series. May 7th, 2021, Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness fall 2021 we're getting the hawkeye series on disney plus november 5th 2021 thor 4 love and thunder they also announced guardians of the galaxy volume 3 black panther 2 captain marvel 2 they did tease the fantastic four and said something about mutants so x-men of course maybe okay so black widow they actually showed a trailer for at comic-con which showed us her training alongside a whole bunch of other people in the black widow getup so we know that black widow is an assassin who went to a school and had a whole bunch of shit done to her so i guess we're going to be getting a look back at that uh, they're actually going to be showing us some stuff that happened in the red room I guess that's been mentioned before. I, I don't really remember that. They also introduced the villain of Taskmaster, who is being played by David Harbour from Stranger Things. This is pretty cool. It's one of those characters you don't really know a whole lot about. I mean, unless you do know a whole lot about him. But he's pretty cool. He's got the ability to mimic any fighting style. So 
uh, let's just say like jujitsu, let's, you know, hypothetically, he doesn't know jujitsu, but he sees somebody performing jujitsu. He instantly knows how to do it. It's pretty cool. Um, the fact that David Harbour is joining the MCU, I'm very excited for. One of the things I'm, I'm actually curious about is if we're going to see, I'm sure we will see Hawkeye or Nick Fury. All right, so the next announcement was The Eternals. That's going to be a pretty star-studded cast. We've got um, Brian Tyree Henry again. We just talked about him a few weeks ago from Atlanta and uh, Child's Play 2019. Uh, he's going to be coming in. I don't know who he's playing yet, but he's been cast, so that's awesome. Uh, we've got Richard Madden, Angelina Jolie, uh, Salma Hayek. Uh, the Eternals is going to be introducing their first deaf superhero. Pretty cool. One thing I'm kind of a little confused. The past few years we've been we have been getting at least three movies from Marvel. Uh, it's showing next year, 2020. We're only getting Black Widow and the Eternals. I'm I'm wondering if they're gonna drop something uh, at the end of the year to fall in between these two movies because between May and November, that's a pretty long time. All the other things they announced, it's definitely not gonna be Guardians of the Galaxy because we're getting Thor before that. Guardians we're not getting for a couple years. Interesting. I'm sure they're going to drop something else. Maybe something brand new. The Disney Plus series, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, we're getting the return of Baron Zemo with Mask, uh, played by Daniel Bruhl. Uh, that's pretty awesome. Uh, Zemo was one of my favorite villains in the MCU thus far. He's definitely in my top ten. Um, probably, he probably falls in my top five. I actually haven't done a least to best list in a while but he's definitely up there. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. This is really interesting to me because the Ten Rings are something that we've been seeing throughout the MCU. Um, all the way back to Iron Man 1 when he's in the cave, Tony Stark is being held captive by the Ten Rings. And then, you know, we get to Iron Man 3 where the Mandarin, aka actor guy pretending to be the Mandarin, is part of the Ten Rings. If anything, he's the leader of the Ten Rings. So what I'm understanding is from Shang-Chi, we are actually getting the real mandarin as the villain and uh, apparently it's supposed to be like a spin-off from the iron man trilogy or it definitely follows back to back from iron man 3 to this movie we are getting a no-name actor as shang chi when i say no name it means that nobody knows who they are i'm gonna try to it's simu lao is playing shang chi we're also getting tony chow wei and unfortunately Aquafina. Not a huge fan of Aquafina at all. Everything I've seen her in, it's just annoying. Uh, one thing that's pretty cool, if you guys remember watching the one shots after the movies, we had All Hail the King. Apparently that's gonna be canon now to the MCU. It was done as like a little fun thing, but now it, it, apparently I guess it's gonna be canon. That's pretty cool. All right, and then uh, spring 2021 WandaVision. I'm not a huge fan of the name WandaVision. When they had first announced this, I remember them saying it was Wanda's vision. So, I mean, just that apostrophe S to me makes a whole difference for this title. WandaVision, just, it doesn't sound that exciting. I guess Kevin Feige said this is going to be a very weird series. Uh, I, I hope it's not going to be anything like Legion because it was cool the first few episodes and then it got really repetitive and it was like kind of artsy fartsy, not my cup of tea. And if, if WandaVision turns into that, yeah, it's not gonna be for me either but you know we got to see what what happens i'm not gonna shut it out just yet and then we got the loki series who's not excited for a loki series fan favorite as far as the villains go uh, he might not be number one anymore since thanos and killmonger but he's definitely uh 
a favorite to a lot. With Loki, we are getting the Loki from Endgame, which, uh, you know, I think we all thought that's who, that's what we were getting was the Loki from Endgame. Um, so not the one who's had a, you know, a conscience now. He's, you know, still a dick. Uh, again, in 2021, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. This is so intriguing. This is going to be the MCU's first horror movie, uh, apparently. It is going to be rated PG-13, and WandaVision, the series, uh, is supposed to tie into this movie. So that's pretty cool also because with all the series that we have gotten revolving around the MCU, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or Agent Carter, etc., they loosely fell into the world of the MCU. Also the Netflix series with Daredevil and Jessica Jones, those loosely fell into the MCU. They did not, they were not canon with the MCU, but they still reference things that happen in the MCU. Uh, so that's pretty cool that they are in fact tying these Disney Plus series into the movies. That's pretty exciting. No word on a villain. Rumors have been spreading that Nightmare will be the villain. Nightmare is a really creepy villain. I hope they cast him, especially if this is supposed to be a horror movie. The Hawkeye series, we are going to have a little bit of Jeremy Renner. I think he, people are saying he's leaning more towards still being Ronin, but he is training a bunch of people to pick up the mantle as Hawkeye. I'm not sure I, I really understood that all that well. Um, but we are getting the Kate Bishop Hawkeye in the series, so it's going to be revolving around her and not Clint. Uh, the Hawkeye we all know. Also 2021, Thor 4, Love and Thunder. This one I'm a huge mixed bag of emotions about. A positive, Taika Waititi is coming back to direct. That is really exciting. Thor Ragnarok was amazing. I know a lot of people were nervous that he wasn't coming back, but he hasn't in fact been signed on to do Thor 4. Also returning, we've got Tessa Thompson as Valkyrie, the man himself, Chris Hemsworth as Thor. And unfortunately, returning is Natalie Portman as Jane Foster. I say this because it, it, what it seems like to me, it's kind of shitty. Natalie Portman left the films because they, I mean, let's be honest, the first two Thor movies really weren't that great, especially Dark World. So she leaves because they're not that great. Nobody likes them. And now all of a sudden, Thor's a popular character and everyone loves Ragnarok. Everyone's loved Thor through Infinity War and Endgame. Now all of a sudden she wants to come back. I, it, it just seems really fucked up to me. I don't like Natalie Portman to begin with. She's not one of my favorite actors. Um, they're rumoring that she is also... This I'm, I'm not too thrilled about either. There is a female Thor in the comics, which they're going to be turning Natalie Portman into, apparently. She's supposed to be taking on the mantle of Thor and becoming female Thor. Uh, the character female Thor is interesting. A uh, little backstory to her, if you don't know. Uh, her character, she actually has cancer in the comics. And every time she turns into Thor, uh, she burns all the chemo that has been helping her fight off the cancer. So while she's trying to save everyone, she's slowly still killing herself. Um, it's a, it's interesting. Female Thor, cool character. I just don't want to see it in the MCU. You know, just do something else. Do a one-off with female Thor. I don't know. I'm just not thrilled about that. But I don't know. I haven't seen anything for it, so who the hell knows? Maybe it'll be cool. Okay, so they did announce Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Again, we're not going to see that till after Thor 4. Uh, James Gunn is still going to be working on Suicide Squad, so he's not even going to be touching Guardians for at least another year and a half. Taika Waititi is pushing off. Originally, Taika was supposed to be doing uh, Akira, a live-action Akira movie. Um, so that got pushed off so he can come back and do Thor. Black Panther 2... Captain Marvel 2. Again, I don't think they've announced any like directors or whatnot for these movies, but 
they've just been announced on the uh, on the slate, uh, and they tease Fantastic Four and Mutants. Uh, so this is pretty cool. This is exciting. This is something I wish I could have been in Hall H for, or on the Marvel panel. I guess in the beginning of the panel, everyone came out and they were handing out all these Black Widow hats to everybody. Yeah, wear these Black Widow hats. And blah blah blah. And then uh, at the very end of the panel, uh, Mahershala Ali comes out on stage and uh, he sits down. And Kevin Feige says, oh, "Mahershala, what's that? You got your own hat there?" And he pulls a hat out, puts it on, and we see the Blade logo. And then up on the screen, it shows the Blade logo. And then everything goes black, and that's it for the panel. The panel's over. So that's fucking exciting. Mahershala Ali is coming to the MCU, and he's going to be playing Blade. That is awesome. I cannot wait to see another Blade movie with Mahershala Ali. That's awesome. Uh, that's it for the the Marvel news. Now, like I said, some things are pretty awesome. Some things we'll see. Other things I'm not too thrilled about. But overall, I cannot wait to see a lot of what happens over these next two years. All right, this week we got uh, It Chapter 2, the final trailer. I think they released this at Comic-Con on Thursday or Friday. Do a quick run-through of what happens in the trailer if you haven't seen it yet. Uh, it just opens with Mike Hanlon, played by Asaya Mustafa. Um, do a narration saying like when you leave the town of Derry you forget but he's been there the whole time so he still remembers everything and we see a lot of creepy images there's someone like splashing around in some water and the camera's going up and down in the water with them and then over towards land you see Pennywise like reaching out to grab his hand really creepy looking then we see the losers club all grown up we you know see James McAvoy uh, Bill Hader Jessica Chastain etc all the other ones I'm really stoked about this cast I still wish that they had cast Amy Adams over Jessica Chastain just because of how similar Amy Adams looks to her younger version of the character in It Chapter One. They're both good actors. It's just as far as a physical appearance, I think Amy Adams would have been a lot better of a choice. Mustafa playing Mike Hanlon. I'm excited about We've only only thing I can remember seeing him in is the Old Spice commercials. I'm really intrigued to see like what else he can do. Will he be good? Especially, you know, Mike Hanlon's character on top of that. In It Chapter One, he really didn't get a whole lot of play. I mean, they even took his, his real background from the book and changed it and they gave it to Ben. I don't understand why Ben knew everything about the town. If they're going to grow up and Mike's going to be the one still in the town, he should have been the one. It's uh, nitpick, nitpick, stupid little nitpick. One cool thing in the trailer was James McAvoy going through the funhouse and he sees a little kid walk by. He says, hey, kid, kid. And you hear Pennywise giggling or whatever. McAvoy gets face to face with the kid and he's trying to, but there's a panel of like plexiglass on his way and the kid turns around and there's Pennywise licking the plexiglass and uh it's creepy it's the same shitty CGI from the first one that I couldn't stand I'm I wasn't a huge fan of the first it remake it was good but not the biggest fan like everybody else everyone said it was amazing I thought it was okay but yeah James McAvoy trying to save this kid it looked it was good uh I don't know what else to say about it. It looked cool. Like, we haven't seen an adult trying to save a child in the town of Derry, so it's cool. Usually the parents or adults are, you know, not really all there. And I do have to say that the narration of Pennywise in there was pretty sweet. I did like it. I've been waiting for you for 27 years. I've thought of you. 
Oh, it's sick. I am excited for a chapter two. And I got to say, a lot of people keep saying, like, you know, Bill Skarsgård is not as good as Tim Curry. Uh, he's not going to be as, he'll never be as good as Tim Curry. It's like, you got to separate the two. They're two completely different Pennywises. Like, yeah, I absolutely love Tim Curry as that version of Pennywise. He's amazing. I'm always going to think about that sword drain every time I walk by one. He was incredible as Pennywise. I'm not going to go and say Bill Skarsgård did a shitty job as Pennywise. He did a different job as Pennywise, and I think he nailed what he was trying to do. He was creepy. He was intense. He played the audience well. I can't compare him. I will eventually, because once Chapter 2 comes out, I plan on uh, getting someone on here who is a huge It fan from the uh, the original miniseries on TV. I just got to try to work that out with him. I want to do a side-by-side comparison of which did it better, and... Uh, Hopefully that'll be a pretty sweet episode. Yeah, moving on. Uh, ooh, Terminator. The Terminator. Dark Fate. Edward Furlong is coming back as John Connor. That's pretty interesting. I'm not excited about it because, I mean, there's nothing exciting about Edward Furlong. Uh, it's cool that he is coming back to play John Connor, though. I'm glad that they're keeping the continuity straight, uh, especially since... I believe this one falls right after Judgment Day. So they're doing what Halloween did. They said, pretend everything after Halloween one, the very first Halloween from the 80s or 70s. Fuck, when did Halloween come out? From the very first Halloween with Jamie Lee Curtis, they said everything after that from two on does not exist. And the one that just came out last year is the legit sequel to the first one. So that's what they're doing with Dark Fate. They're saying, forget Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines, forget Salvation, forget Genesis, and just pretend that this is uh, the end of the trilogy, uh, which is cool. Uh, we do see Arnie in the trailer. I was curious to see if that was, who that was. Is it is it Arnie as the Terminator, or is it just someone that the Terminator was based off of? But it, it is actually the Terminator. I'm just so glad he's back in it. We need some more Arnie out there. Let's see. We got shown the Witcher trailer with uh, Henry Cavill. That's going to be the new series on Netflix. Uh, I guess it's based off a very popular book series. I never heard of it until now. Trailer seems interesting. Not really my cup of tea. I might check it out. We'll see what happens. Uh, We also got Star Trek Picard starring Patrick Stewart. Um, all the Trekkies out there are probably really excited about this. I don't blame you. Um, bringing Patrick Stewart back, yeah, it's, it's a good move. Um, you know, they didn't have a lot of luck with the Star Trek series that they released, uh, Star Trek Discovery. I guess that bombed, unfortunately, but, you know, I admire Star Trek. I don't watch it, really. I'm not a, a huge fan of it, but I do admire it, what it does. Um, I'm glad they're doing this. It seems like everyone's really excited for it. All right, guys, that is, uh, that's going to wrap up the Comic-Con info. Uh, there was a new a new Kingsman trailer. I'm sorry, not Kingsman. It's the Kingsman trailer was released. I don't know how to feel about that one because it comes across as being a little bit more on the serious side. Uh, you know, the first Kingsman movie came out. It was almost it wasn't really a mock of James Bond, but it was it was a mock of James Bond. It was like a silly sillier version of 007, which I think that's what everyone appreciated about it. So when we got the second one, it was way too, way too out there. Like, it's like the writers and directors are like, hey, we just made a really great movie in The Kingsman. Let's go buy a lot of cocaine. And now we're going to make the second one. 
call Elton John, get him on set now. <laughs> like, <laughs> why was Elton John in that movie? Oh my god. Oh god. Well, anyway, this one looks. It looks. Uh, it's too serious for what the Kingsman was, and you think it's actually a war movie. It seems like it's going to be a war movie throughout the entire trailer, and then once you get to the end, they go to the place where like all the, they get all their suits and weapons, and it says, you know, the Kingsman. Again, I we've only gotten a teaser right now. I guess this is a teaser, but we've only seen a little bit of it, so I guess we can't really judge it until the movie comes out. We'll see what happens. Oh, all right, yeah, that that is it. Um, I just want to do a quick, quick little, uh, run through of, uh, the movie I just saw a few nights ago, Crawl. Uh, this one, first off with Crawl, I'm kind of surprised, uh, anytime I mention to somebody that I, I'm excited for Crawl, I want to see Crawl, everyone's like, what the hell is that? The marketing on this movie was absolutely terrible. Like, they barely ran any commercials. There wasn't, there wasn't a lot of exposure for this movie. I, I'm so shocked because it was pretty fucking good. I liked it to an extent. It was a lot of fun. I had a great time with it. So the movie opens up with a girl. I forget I forget the character's names. I can't tell you. I think her name's Haley. Movie opens up with her at a swimming meet. She's a swimmer. And she finishes up the race. She doesn't win. Ooh, spoiler. Damn. I just I just ruined the whole movie for you guys. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> but no, it, it's not a... It's not a spoiler, I promise. Uh, but she doesn't win. Uh, just as she's leaving the rec center, she gets a call from her sister saying, hey, have you heard from dad? There's supposed to be a storm coming through there. She, And, oh, this movie takes place in Florida. I don't know if you, anyone knows anything about Florida, but hurricanes, they have something called hurricane season. It's from, like, November to, uh, shit. Was it November? No, maybe it ends November. It's like April to November or something. They have hurricanes. They have something called, uh, yeah, they have hurricane seasons. So she leaves the rec center and then she's trying to get a hold of her father. She can't get a hold of him. So she drives out to his house to find him. And when she finally does, that's when all hell breaks loose. Uh, it doesn't, I don't want to say it gets right into it right away because even for the first 15 minutes, this movie does drag a little bit in the beginning when it comes to the swimming meet and then her driving around trying to find her dad, it does drag on a little bit, but holy shit, once it hits the fan, it really hits the fan. Man, once you're introduced to the alligator, it's it's pretty epic. It's uh it gets pretty nonstop at that point. I was on the edge of my sheet uh, on the edge on the edge of my sheet, on the edge of my seat for uh, quite a bit of the movie. I don't really get scared a whole lot at horror movies anymore but this one made me jump a couple times and what i loved about the scare factor is they weren't cheap throwaway jump scares like if you if it was a jump scare it was meant to scare you it wasn't a throwaway like the cat jumping out of the closet so throughout the middle of the movie we do get a lot of uh chasing trying to escape calling for help a whole lot of epic scenarios what's pretty cool too is because the the area of the town is flooding so the movie starts off on the basement, and then it's like the more hectic the storm gets, the more hectic their situation gets. And it's like they're inside, but they're still fighting an alligator in their flooded house during a hurricane. Uh, the characters themselves between Hannah, Haley, uh, sh she's okay. Um, I didn't really care too much about her throughout the entire thing. The father I cared about for a little bit, but uh, even he was a little... Their, their performances were not were not that great, I gotta be honest. They, they were not that great, but I wasn't really going to see them 
I was going to see what the story of this movie was. So keeping that in mind, you can just throw away the characters themselves. This movie was directed by Alexandra Aja. For those of you who don't know who that is, uh, he was a director I started following after a movie came out called High Tension. Uh, it's a foreign movie. I want to say it's it's French, but it's very good. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It's uh, very well done, very gory. But Aja also directed the Hills Have Eyes remake, which in my opinion is one of the best remakes in horror out there. He also did the remake for uh, Piranha, which, well, we'll forget about that one. <laughs> uh, if you haven't seen Horns with Daniel Radcliffe, he's also the director of that movie. I thought that movie was very well done as well. He's a, he's a pretty good storyteller. I think he leans more into the um, how can I shock you, more or less. Uh, he can tell a story, for sure. But yeah, back to the, the characters of... Uh, Helen performances weren't that great, and I also don't think they were really given a whole lot with the script either. The script was a little, little mangled as far as their dialogue goes. Like, not really a spoiler, maybe, but who's the apex predator? Like that. Hey, give me a fucking break. The end of the movie. I'm gonna say this. It it ends. It's okay. It ends. <laughs> um, the special effects in this movie. The special effects in this movie are, are incredible. These alligators are lifelike. Like, these are lifelike alligators. Um, when you see them move in the water, uh, walk on land, everything, they are creepy looking and very realistic. Uh, the hurricane and the town, also an epic scene. Uh, the scenery in this movie is absolutely incredible. A flooded town with a hurricane going on in the background. It, it's gorgeous. Like, it's hectic and chaotic, but it's, it's gorgeously done. So... Overall, with this movie, I'm just going to hop right into a grade. Like I said, I wanted to make this a pretty quick episode tonight. Um, as far as uh, the direction from Aja, uh, it was incredible. Our two main characters were a little lackluster. Um, you feel for them at some points. You can feel for them at other points. And then sometimes it's like, oh, come on, moving along. Uh, the script, uh, it was there and it wasn't there along with the, the cast. Um, it's hard to say it was great. Um, the functionality as a horror movie it's incredible. Like I said, I jumped quite a few times, and I rarely, I rarely do that at a horror movie. With that, the special effects, also incredible. I can't say there was one part in the movie where I was like, ooh, that don't look like no alligator. No, it looked good throughout the entire thing, from the hurricane to the alligator. It, it, it was very well done. Uh, overall, I'm going to give the movie a 6.5 out of 10. I didn't dislike this movie at all. I'm not going to ever tell anyone not to see this. I would say if you can see it in the theater while it's still in theaters, go check it out. It's definitely worth it. Minus, you know, forget about the cheesiness of the the cast, but go see it for the actual story that Aja is trying to tell on screen. Uh, if you miss it when it's in the theater, definitely check it out on streaming if it hits streaming. Rent it on Amazon or any other on-demand platform. It's it's a horror movie that should be seen. And um, I'm, I'm not going to, I don't think I'm going to do any spoilers for this uh, tonight. Yeah, I'm not going to do any spoilers, guys. Like I said, I just want to make this a quick episode. I don't know, guys. I hope that uh, I was able to fill you in on a lot of cool stuff that happened over the weekend and tell you my opinion on a movie. I do highly recommend the movie. Go check it out again. And, uh, well, that is it. And that's it, guys. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to head out now. As always, thanks for stopping by. Thank you